Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. Everybody, you're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, as always, Joe Boda, and this is the podcast for the week of mid-April, 2016. With me today is Peter Samin. The Ides of the Ides. April. That's a thing. That's I mean, thing, right? ev- the Ides of every month is a thing. Well, but is it like no, a real thing? You're thinking of the Ides of March. Oh. The foretold death date. Did you know that the Ace Attorney, the Ace Attorney anime, is on streaming services? Which streaming services? I don't know. Oh God Let damn it! This thing. We've come blissfully unprepared, jumping right into news. Oh, I mean, you could probably guess. Um, the anime oh, crunchy one. Crunchy roll. Crunchy roll. No, I wouldn't. I would have thought like, hmm, maybe Netflix. Who knows? Uh, what? Yeah, That'd be right. crazy. We watch we. That's for legitimate like girls, animes. Bravo and Natalia. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of anime, I'm incredibly gassy right now. I've had way too much oh, rice. Oh god! Just oh, I was oh, gassy god. this morning. Gassy together. I think it was because of the oh, soylent. Oh, okay. So you're still doing soylent. I was given soylent to a friend who no longer wanted to do soylent. And so now I have five bags of soylent. Was he doing it? I don't know what he was doing it for, but he just said, I think I'm not doing this anymore. Do you want these five bags of soylent? (laughs) And I'm like, yes. So that's five bags worth. Uh, Yeah, according to the directions, which is a whole pack for, uh, is it two two quarts? Whole pack for two quarts? I don't know. I just, if you bought the, um, when you become a subscriber, they give you a, container that is the exact size for one pack so i just i don't even measure it out i just pour it in put water in there what and tier shake do it. i have to pay for to get a lifetime supply of soylent uh deliver it to I me mean, in bulk dump truck you can you can do the monthly thing and they send you your monthly allotment at oh the God. beginning of the month one packet for so, every day on a scale of one to kill me how would it be if I just did soylent the entire Coachella trip? Oh, oh. Honestly? Honestly? How bad? How badly would but I die? Like, oh, you wouldn't die. Actually, you probably feel oh, pretty okay. good. Because I am... I mean, soylent is actually good for you. Like, it actually makes you feel better. It's better than, like, eating greasy yeah, foods Yeah, looking at the back, it, you know, it seems to have everything that I could ever need or want out of a nutritional food substance. Exactly. exactly. Join us. Join us. Soylent <laughs> Greens. This isn't sinister. Uh, the packaging is sinister. so plain. It's just like, yeah, this all went until like, it's very, uh, how do I put it? It's This is very much a Bay Area product. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like an Apple product, but also you didn't see the first generation of the Soylent I assume bag. not. 
Why? What was? What was it? So, the, so originally the idea was that because the whole point of Soylent, well, not really the whole point, but one of the things about Soylent is that it's supposed to be mm-hmm. sustainable. And uh, so he was like, "Oh yeah, all the bags are going to be biodegradable." But the thing was, people were getting their bags and they were already starting to decompose. Oh god, that was. Grave oversight. <laughs> so, so he gave up. He's like, "Okay, they're gonna be plastic bags." Yeah, okay, I guess <laughs> it's a noble idea, but yeah, that's hmm. I mean, you might as well just done it like with paper or something. Then, like, delivered it in like sugar, you know, bags. If you really wanted to make it so. biodegradable, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hire me, Soylent <laughs> team. I got all these ideas. So here's the, here's actually kind of, well, it's kind of a perk in some ways, but also not kind of a perk, but with Soylent, since you're not actually filling your stomach, um, so this would be a factor for if you, if this is all you ate during Coachella, um, it makes you very sensitive to alcohol. Like if I just, if I eat nothing but Soylent the day that I'm going to go out, like I get drunk very quickly. Okay. Cause your stomach is empty. There's no food in there. Great. Now I really need to try this. I'm, you know, okay, <laughs> executive decision, Soylent through Coachella, what could go wrong? It's going to be fine. <laughs> this will certainly save me money on buying the f- food and shit. Costs are already stacking oh, yeah. up. Things are getting expensive. Not too bad, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. Me, you, and Soylent. Yeah. Well, hey, don't, I'm Don't be crazy. It. We're going to bring some bananas at least. Oh yeah, we, we'll bring some other food. Like, I don't recommend going. You should not just go straight on to Soylent. You have to kind of like okay, because that's slowly. what my friend told me. He's like, just be careful. It'll give you a headache if you just go like straight on it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, it, when you first, if you do it, yeah, I I tried that just to be like, they say you get a headache, but I want to prove it. And with it, by the second day, I was like, yeah, my head hurts, and it's because um. A lot of it is because your body's just not used to getting th- that much. That's exactly what he apparently. said. <laughs> and I'm like, I eat bananas all the time. What are you talking about? Not not enough to apparently be healthy. Not. Apparently, apparently, most people have a potassium deficiency. To be quite deficiency. frank, I think we're deficient in like everything. You know, like we j- we just kind of fluctuate. <laughs> like if we're going to adhere to the 2,000 calorie diet or something in that neighborhood, we're going to like not be balanced like because half of that shit's probably going to go to meat one day and then you're not going to get enough of oh, like yeah. whatever is remaining not protein anything else i've just come to accept that everything i do for my health is inadequate and therefore let's just go whole hog in the opposite direction like i'm going to die <laughs> i mean, I mean we all are but you. some more rapidly than others I have a dentist appointment <laughs> Wednesday and I didn't really think oh too boy. much about it because the one, so one guy got a dentist, had a dentist appointment before any of us. He's like, yeah, I had like three cavities and I had to have a, a wisdom tooth taken out. Jesus. Yeah. Three well, cavities. I asked him, like, when ever? was the last time you went to the dentist? And he's like three years ago. Oh, well there, there you fucking go. Also, well, did de- he brush his teeth? Oh yeah. He, yeah, well, yeah, he flosses and brushes his teeth. And he still but, got you know, cavities? Well, I mean, he also drinks uh, sugar soda and oh, shit like that. Okay, like, I guess that would cause it. That's the thing is people are like, how have you never had calories or cavities? And I'm like, because I don't drink soda. I mean, I do drink soda, but I don't mm. like I 
keep it sugar free as much as possible. I mean, I I've never gotten a cavity, but I always drink. Sh- I only when I do drink soda, which is pretty rarely, maybe like a couple times a month. The tops, mm-hmm. it is sugar soda because I don't like sugar free. But I don't know. I guess I've just never had cavities. It's also really interesting, like picking the brains of my fellow coworkers and being like, when was the last time you went to the dentist? And they're like, two years ago. What? Like, it's a common theme that it seems no one went to the dentist through college. And I'm like, am I the only one who got like six month checkups? No, I, I went. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like, your teeth are so healthy. And I'm like, yes. Because you because went to the fucking your dentist. <laughs> but it made me kind of paranoid because I think the last time I had a dentist appointment actually may have been nine months ago. I was in, I was supposed to get like a dentist appointment the minute I came out here and I just never got around to it and so now I'm like looking in the back of my mouth and I'm like is that is is that a cavity <laughs> it's a little it's a little darker there I think so so now I think I'm it'll be fine. doing everything I think I'm gonna be just fine I'm not poke it if it hurts then it's probably a cavity it doesn't hurt like it's <laughs> I don't know I don't know I I take pretty good care of my teeth though so we'll see we'll see how that goes but um. Yeah, diet. I I moved into a new office recently. I saw. We got, we got new offices. It's very hip. Why did you move to a new office? So Cisco has been trying to appeal to the younger crowd, I guess. They never directly say any of this, but it's like pretty blatant. And so they're trying to go for a more open office setup. More natural lighting, more kind of like comfy chairs to sit around in. It's pretty interesting. And so they're doing like a one-by-one remodel of each of their buildings, and my building is on the docket. So they moved us to another office in the meantime, and the new office we're in has already been remodeled. Interesting. So in addition to like the open office setup and all that stuff, they also have free snacks and bananas and apples and pears and a cappuccino machine. Oh, boy. I'm going to get so fat. <laughs> it's all good. It's all great stuff. It's it's interesting. But also, I have to be more mindful of my coworkers because, like I said, I've been gassy all day. I So I like kind of isolate myself in a couch somewhere <laughs> so I don't subject people to the silent but deadliness. I'm gross. I'm so gross. And then I got home today and was like, wait, I need to do laundry for Coachella. And then I realized I didn't have enough money on my card to dry my clothes, only enough to wash them. Uh. And the place where I put more money on my card is closed right now. And I didn't realize this until after starting the wash. So now all my clothes are air drying. I'm so glad I have a washer and dryer in my apartment (laughs) what i wouldn't kill for it honestly honestly though if i had one of those in my apartment this whole apartment would get fucking hot what do you mean hot like it's not a big apartment i can't just i couldn't close it off what (laughs) a single a single dryer and a single washer the the heat generate too much heat the heat goes out out the vents out out to the outdoors joe it doesn't go inside but there's residual heat. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> it it's not, <laughs> I don't think you understand how I live. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah, well fuck, even putting on the stove to cook rice isn't does enough to like inch this up about ten degrees in here. Shit. Okay, I don't have that. Dude, such a small apartment. It's so tiny. <laughs> 
It's so tiny. Uh, but so Dark Souls comes out tomorrow. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> Holy crap. What? <laughs> I think a dark. Are you dying? I think a dark soul came out my throat. Um, the, <laughs> my uh, coworker Drew was saying that he he pre-ordered it and he was pumped for it. He he finished Bloodborne and he was ready. Yeah, I'm ready too. I got the notification that it shipped this morning, and now I'm at we're at a crossroads, Peter. Yeah, I'm eighty percent of the way through Jack Two. Well, you're basically every, done with Jack 2. Every second you spend talking to me now is keeping me from Jack 2. Joe, you 80% like for real? Yeah. You couldn't be more than a couple hours away. It's the just game's so not that hard. Long. It's so hard. I could finish it in like 12 hours. Yeah, and I will I would say yeah, that is a hard game. It is by far the hardest Jack game. I don't know why they decided to make that one so hard, but it, yeah, it's a fucking hard game. Yeah, to be fair, I'm like nine hours in it, so like, yeah, yeah, I'm like pretty. I'm on pace. You're 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 close to finishing it. Yeah, like I need to do right now. I'm at the part where I need to do my second race, and I have to defend the hideout from the three Walker things. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget know. what those are. I remember that part. fuckers piece of shit because they all converge at the same time. It's just not viable to go out and attack them yourself, but you have to. I just got to do it. Die so fast. <laughs> you die so fast. Like it's that that game like almost gave me an aneurysm. I was playing it last night and trying to get through like the sewer escort mission and I got to a point where it was supposed to auto save and it must have not completed the save because then I died when there was like 20 metalheads spawning and it took me all the way back and Man, that game is fucked. <laughs> I just—it's just fucked. It's like it's—it's it's, it's my favorite Jack game. I—you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. I cannot emphasize this enough. I just. Oh my goodness! Maybe once well, you finish it, you'll understand. But maybe you won't. Maybe you'll... I don't know. Will I? They found their the 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 twin. The old man has a twin. Some oh reason. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a fun guy. That's a. There's just. I don't. The gunplay. It just doesn't. It doesn't lock on very well. It's like. It's in this middle ground where it's trying to be two things, and it does neither one of them well. The platforming is almost non-existent. The. The gunplay mm. is. The camera. I don't know. The I don't know. Camera. I don't know about the platforming Let's being non-existent. Talk about the camera. What about it? I get, I got I shoot and I can't see what I'm shooting at because they're off screen and I have to huh. wiggle it. Honestly, I don't remember Auto having aim. issues with the camera, but I do remember Fuck, dying dude. a lot. There, okay, so there was that one. There's this one sequence when you enter the like the tomb thing and you have to complete the trials. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When you are uh, Daxter running away from that fucking spider. Oh. <laughs> and you can't see you're making leaps of faith. Well, like, that's because that's supposed time. to be a throwback to Crash Bandicoot. No, I I know exactly no, what it is. No, that's not a good part of the game. That's I that's... I admit that is a bad part of the game. Yeah. They were trying no. to do a Crash Bandicoot thing, but here's why Crash Bandicoot worked. 4 by 3. Yeah, that's in probably. 16 by 9. You've a lot less forward look to where you're going. I agree with that. I just couldn't see where I was jumping. Actually, to be fair, like, it's just, I guess it's kind of, I don't want to say frustrating, because it's 
this doesn't really aggravate me that much. But, like, playing the platforming parts of that game, though, I'm totally down with. Like, in that... That's what most of that part was, was platforming. And aside from the Daxter part, I was totally down with it. Totally up for swinging from pole to pole, making, doing double jumps, triple jumps to get to where I needed to go. But then when you get to gunplay and you do stuff on the overworld or in the, like, the city section, it's just all fucked. It's all (laughs) die so fast. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I'm almost done. So, I'm going to try to finish that up before tomorrow. Going to finish that up tonight, go to the gym early tomorrow, get done with my work, get home, play Dark Souls. I'm excited. You know you know what else comes out tomorrow? Uh, Uncharted 4? No. No, okay. <laughs> That's next month. It got delayed. Damn it. It was supposed to come out tomorrow. Just rub uh, it, just rub it in, aren't you? <laughs> my my ta- my tattoo artist called me or like Facebooked me up because he had just completed Walking Dead, and he's like, "I'm at 13 platinums. I'm gonna catch up to you, boy." And I'm like, "No, you're not, you fucking piece of shit." And he's like, "Oh, I'm playing through Unchar- the Uncharted trilogy. I can't wait for four. That's three. And that's I'm three like, easy platinums right there." And I know he's fucking whore. <laughs> he won't beat me. You won't beat me, Jacob. See, you can talk about your platinums all day, but I'm still a higher level. Yeah, I know. I just play. I just play more games, Joe, but I'm just not as good at them. You, yeah, you you play more and you complete less. Yeah, and then the ones you do complete, you like complete. Oh, yeah, that is true. Thoroughly. Me, I'm just banging my head against Jack too until like, fucking get through this. Shit show. So I never got the platinum and jack too, because that is just the game's too fucking hard. Yeah, like what I I'm like at uh I'm like at sixty something precursor orbs, and I'm like okay, so maybe there's like a hundred total in the game, one hundred fifty. No. Look it up. It's like two hundred and like sixty something, seventy something. Yeah. I'm like shit. Where were the ones I missed? You didn't miss them. There's like literally probably like close to a hundred side missions that you can do. Yeah. Oh shit. You're right. That's why (laughs) that's another thing too. It gives my percentages 80% and I'm like, well, I have to be near the end of the game. I haven't done any of these side missions, right? I guess that percentage doesn't factor in collectibles. I I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if they have the percent go over a hundred. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, they did it and they didn't crash all the time. So, yeah, I was just expecting it to be like, oh yeah, no, eighty percent. I must be like on the last mission because I haven't done any side stuff, and it's like, nope, still rising, no end in sight. I'm, I'm like, what, I guess this you're not gonna want to do any of the side stuff because half the side stuff is like, do a speed run on this bike around the city. No, I did one of them, and I the, after I was done with it, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> this is harder than the regular story missions, and I already hate those. It's not worth. Not worth. Uh, but what what is coming out today, Peter? Tomorrow. Well, I guess today, once Tomorrow. the podcast's out. T- today. Today. Yeah, no. Right now. Ratchet and Clank. available now. Available now I, on your Xbox 360, <laughs> Nintendo Wii U. It's also available on the N-Gage. 
Engage, bringing it back. No, it's available on PS4. It's, I mean, I think we talked about it. It's just a reimagining of the first game. And all the reviews came out today, and it's getting ridiculously good reviews. So I'm super pumped to play it because I love Ratchet & Clank, and there hasn't been a main Ratchet & Clank game in quite some time. So I'm really excited. Wait, was the last one the four-person co-op thing? No, that wasn't the no, last one. Also, that wasn't a main series Ratchet & Clank game. Oh, well, say what you will about canon. So the thing is, um, they the the last big one was a crack in time, and that was like 2009. They put a smaller one out uh, in like 2013, I think, but that was clearly like something that was on a smaller budget. It was only 30 bucks when it came out, and I beat it in like six hours. So it was definitely a smaller game. It was a really good I'm- one, but clearly they were like, yeah, we need to finish this series because it was a part of a trilogy. They've done two trilogies, that the PS2 trilogy and the PS3 trilogy. And they're like, "Yeah, we need to finish the trilogy, but uh the last Ratchet and Clank game didn't sell so well, so we can't really afford to go all out on this one." Let me just pencil that game into the first in the line of the many games I need to play. Cracking time. So short. I'm just going to start with that last game. No, 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 no. And no, then no, no, I'll no. do 1 2 3 4 5 Honestly, I mean... That'll work, right? So here's what you should do. Here, mm-hmm. Here's what I think you should do. Oh, God. Play a crack in time. Okay. And then maybe don't play any of the other ones. <laughs> really? I mean, they're really good, but crack in time is just so good. I guess I'm wondering, like, if you are you, are you anticipating getting burnt out? Because if otherwise, play the PS2 ones first and play the crack in time last, because crack in time is the, like, best Ratchet and Clank game. I see. I don't. I don't think I'll get too bad. How long do these games usually go? Oh, they're like the like ten, ten, fifteen hours. But it depends. If okay. if you do the new game plus, then obviously it's it's basically infinite. Like I I played through uh, Ratchet and Clank three like seven times because I just kept replaying it. I mean, yeah. I we'll we'll see. Like honestly, like I if I enjoyed enough. And I can like just kind of play it and enjoy it and blow through it yeah. in like a weekend. Like that seems to be fine with me. Like honestly, the the only game that has given me any trouble as far as burnting out is this fucking Jack Two. <laughs> so I, so here's the thing. Because I feel like I need to. I've started something. So I I think <sighs> Ratchet and Clank though. I've always I've played some of those games kind yeah. of. Like not for reals, but I've played them, and I I find them far more enjoyable. They they seem like something that I would yeah. enjoy. So here's the thing: the first game, if you get frustrated with the first one, I would say just skip it because honestly, the first one was good for the time, but it didn't age as well as the rest of them. Mainly okay. because the controls, like the controls, are straight up Jack and Daxter controls. Okay. Um, it wasn't until. Um, Ratchet and Clank 2 and 3 that they added a new control option and it's the one that I've always used it's called the shooter control option and I that, mm-hmm. and that's the one that I think is the optimal way to play because it lets you control the reticule of your gun while the other options are the lock on style okay yeah I, I trust that I can get into now that I really think about this I actually platinum Jack and Daxter 1 in 12 hours oh yeah that, that so, first game it's a good plat. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I I think I will get into Ratchet and Clank. I think that'll be on the docket at some point. Need to go, do Dark Souls 3. 
that I may fuck around with the Uncharted collection just so I can get to four oh boy. and then talk to you about that. Yes. And then God knows where everything goes from there. Sly Cooper? I I have about five unopened PlayStation trilogy collections <laughs> in front of me. You made a lot of those things. None of them are Sly Cooper. Oh, I got a Ratchet and Clank. Um, the first, I think it's the first three. Yeah, that have, that was the yeah, that's the first three. I have the Kill Zones, but I think I'm gonna skip the first one. Yeah. Oh, so you haven't played Kill Zone two? I've not played Kill Zone two. I liked I liked it a lot when I played it. Yeah, it looked pretty, and I I played the beta for three, so I'm gonna get through that one. I so I'll probably try those. I have the Devil May Cry. Uh, trilogy. Oh, I, I need and to play those as well. I I saw Vinny play them, or he played. Uh, I think it was two. Once upon a time, like way back when, and he seemed to get through it in about like three and a half sittings of two hours. So oh, seven hours. Okay. And you know how Vinny plays. Oh yeah, he's he, very. He does really. Du- he does really dumb shit. <laughs> and then he dies. Or maybe it was Brad. So they, either way, seven hours, I think. So, and then what? What are what are some of the other ones? I I have like another unopened one. I forget what it is. I'm not gonna get up to look at it. But but yeah, that's where I'm at. I've gotten to this point in my life, Peter. I have unopened games. Oh, dude, I've I've been there for like five years. I've never. I've literally the first time <laughs> I had this issue was sophomore year in college. And it was because my mom got me Modern Warfare 3 for the PC. Yeah. And wasn't that I wouldn't have mind playing it, but you know how PC games are for me. Like anyone with a big Steam account, you just don't get around to any of them. I was going to say, you've been here digitally for a long time, just you didn't have these physical wrappers. That's true. Shit, you're right. I've been here physically, I've been here digitally with computer games. Well, now I'm actually getting there with digitally now, thanks to PlayStation Plus. Fuck. Being an adult is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's also pretty awesome. Yeah. It's also pretty great. It's also pretty fucking hard. But, uh, yeah, so you're looking forward to Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. That's it, sh- it. I got the same notification that you got. That oh, it shipped. I'm like oh, oh we're boy. probably gonna get our games at the exact same time. <laughs> but what are you playing now? What is, do you want to know? What I'm playing right at this moment? Why are you put put the fucking phone down, <laughs> Peter? <laughs> this is serious. Uh, the full, I the thing that I've been playing most. Attention. The thing I've been playing most is Mitomo. I can't. I've. <laughs> I appreciate Mitomo, but I can't. Everyone's answers are so inane. But Joe, you contribute to the funness of Mitomo. I do, and you all are I'm yeah, I'm basically carrying you all. <laughs> you all are unfun. You're a guy with butter on your head and a dress. What's your favorite food? Cereal. What? That's a fucking lame ass. <laughs> not you, but someone else was like, that's See, I, that's the answer I'm going to put down for this fucking question. I almost never put a one word answer because it just seems boring. I always say at least like a sentence or two to add something yeah, to it. Yeah, 
but even some of your sentences are like you're like really straight and honest and it's like that's interesting but at some point this just becomes twitter i mean it, it's twitter but like questions. more intimate i guess i get well my questions are definitely intimate <laughs> especially when it like does the ones where it's like this is just between you and me did you tell me your secrets See some so some of those are actually kind of weird for they me. They are, and I, I skip them, and I'm like, I don't. This random girl that I've talked to a couple times. So, what's my best feature? I'm like, I don't. I'm out of here. Skip. Exactly. That's the thing. Because I, you, you know how I answer. I answer like a fucking cartoon character. Like it. None of my answers really make sense or even apply to me, honestly. <laughs> and then I get someone who's like, just between you and me. And I want to be like, should I give this person a joke answer or will they not catch it? It happened with me and Brandon. It's like he asked, like, what's my favorite? What do you think my favorite cereal is? Or it was something pertaining to cereal. And I'm like, I don't know, probably something gay like Raisin Bran. (laughs) But even then, I was like really hesitant for a moment to say that because I'm like, Brandon kind of knows me. He kind of gets what I'm going to say. But should I still say this? <laughs> well, he got it, fortunately. But yeah, it does that with everyone. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I should be my heinous self. I think you should keep doing what you're doing. I I mean, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. But the fact that no one else is like bringing anything to the table in a substantial manner makes me kind of like not come as often. Uh, Ugh, gross. So... I've I've reached style level ten, Joe. What does that even mean? So you get you get style points by changing your clothes. By, see what the fuck? That's a lame thing. I just change That's my clothes so like every six hours, and I get style points. It's great. Can I just get? I mean, I know I get a little bit of something from answering questions. I just want to get everything from answering questions. So that's a different level. That's your just overall level is for for uh, answering questions, commenting, liking, and like doing me photos, like basically all that type of stuff. All the social interactions go to your overall level, and then there's your style level. But I'm I'm all about that style level. I'm I'm like level ten style, but I'm only only level three overall. I'm a fucking maniac with butter on my head and in a dress. Why am I only style level one? <laughs> fucking because thing is broken. Because in the time you played the game, I think you've changed like one thing you were wearing. <laughs> I know, but I got style. You gotta change. I think you have to change your clothes at least like once a day to level. Jesus your style. Christ, that's so arbitrary. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of is. I just just ah. Uh. But at, Man. At, at style level 10, you unlock a special hat, and that's the hat I'm wearing. If they could, the only thing that would get me into this is if they could start to funnel more of like the older me channel things into this, in addition to just having this social interaction. So remember, you remember polls, right? Everybody votes. From we. Everybody votes. Yeah, that was great until they shut it that down. That was awesome until they shut it down. Exactly. Bring that shit back. If you have an everybody votes like in me Tomo, I will be on that shit like white on rice or occasionally brown on rice. <laughs> I will be on that. What do you think about me photo though? It's dumb. I think it's kind of funny. It's a randomly a, a, generated pose on a randomly generated background that you can add a caption to. No, you can change the pose. 
Oh. And you, you could do a lot of stuff. Like, did you see that I... I, I don't know if you remember if I tweeted it out or not, but I tweet I made one of you. I think you did. Yeah. I can't remember. No, you could do a lot of stuff with it, and some people have been making fun little... Like, someone put their Mii's head on one of those Nico Atsume cats. Yeah. Yeah. This is the great things that's coming from Mii Photo. <laughs> great. Just, yeah, makes me want to go out, download the app right now. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Me Photo could have been its own app. It's kind of funny that it's kind of weird that it's inside of Me Is Tomo. it? Is it weird? I mean, I don't know. I feel I like know. any other company would have made it a separate thing with microtransactions. But Nintendo perhaps has like some weird honor thing that they have. I don't know. I don't know anything. I just it was interesting to poke around with for the first day, but I'm not I'm not as into it. Oh, well. When I'm on my phone, here's the like the process I go with my phone. I listen to a podcast on my way to the train. I then play some Final Fantasy Record Keeper while I have internet connection on the train or Wi-Fi connection, and then I promptly switch back to my podcast. And that's usually it's enough time to get all of those things in hmm. on a commute. See, and I have no time for me to see. I don't have Record Keeper. And I've already played so much threes that I don't know what, how much how much more I can three anymore. So I have to play <laughs> Mitomo. Great, this is great. There's ah. Uh. Actually, there, so there's this guy at work that me and him were playing Fallout Shelter for a while, but then I fell off the Fallout Shelter bandwagon. And every once in a while, he comes up and he's like, "Hey, I got this new thing in Fallout Shelter." I'm like, "Yeah, I stopped playing that a while ago." He's like, "Oh, Why are you still playing Fallout Shelter?" Well, he's like. He finally got all of his guys to where every skill was level was 10. Like every, all 200 dudes, 10 skill for everything. Congratulations, you wasted your time. Yeah, so now he's trying to get every weapon cuz you guess you can they added a crafting system to where you can make weapons and he I think he says he's missing two of them and then he says he doesn't know what to do with his time anymore because he'll have everything. And I was like, "Hey, you you could try Mitomo." And he was like, "That sounds Japanese." And then that was that was it. He he just dismissed it based off of it sounded Japanese. Right, you are, <laughs> Peter's coworker. Right, you are. It is Japanese. Stay away. He, actually, you'd probably like this guy. He's kind of a. He sounds great. He's very sarcastic all the time. Oh, great! Awesome! I would totally love to be with someone like that. <laughs> yeah, just great. <laughs> Fucking Japanese. But uh. Yeah, I had a friend over, that same friend that was playing um, Shadow of the Colossus, and we were trying to get through the rest of the Colossi, but um, do you remember the Bull Colossi? The, I think it's like Fuck the 11 or 12. I do. I do. She got so I frustrated with it. that one that after she beat it, she was like, okay, I'm done for today. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, he sucks. I... When, before fighting him for the first time, because I remember your frustration with him, I just looked up the guide to how like how easy it is to beat him. I didn't even take the time to like do the whole puzzle solving aspect of it. Because <laughs> fuck that. The bull's awful. It's pretty bad. And you have to fight him twice, which is the worst. <laughs> yeah, as if it wasn't enough. Man, that was a low point. Yeah. But I didn't count that in the round table because I didn't play it. Um... Good job. But what I did play was F1 Race Stars. 
Tell me about F1 race stars. Is that a racing sim? No, it's it's a kart racer based off of F1, and it has all the real F1 drivers in it, but it's like a super goofy kind of like Mario Kart-esque kart racer, and it's actually really good. Do they have big heads? They do. But it's stylized. I, like, it's a really good art style. Like, I think it looks really great. Oh, yeah, this does look great. I'm looking at it now. So has this has this taught you everything about F1 racing? Uh, I'll take that as a you yes. You see, the F1, Alt F1, the Giant Bomb podcast taught me everything I need to know about F1. Actually, a lot of the stuff in, the race, in this uh, kart racer takes concepts from F1, but makes like a arcadey version of it. So I was like, oh... So the Kurs system is just a boost system in this when in reality in F1 it's actually more than that. But, you know, whatever. So it kind of simplifies uh, more, I guess. It does. Yeah, it it generalizes concepts and turns them into a more... Yeah, I get you. I totally. get you. And it's actually a lot of fun. And I it has... A, this game has good style. Like, it's got a style to it that I appreciate. Like, when you line up to uh, start a race, it, like, plays music and then times it as they're scrolling through each car and each racer is pointing to the next racer and, like, giving, like, a sign until you gets to you. And, like, yeah, it's just... There's, like, a a lot of cool style to it that I really enjoy. There's there's heart. I get get a real Xbox avatar vibe from this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I think the the, I think these reminds look me of that. I think these look better than avatars, in my opinion. It reminds me of like, I mean, I'm not saying this game is like that, but just looking at some stilled images, it reminds me of how Connect Games would try to incorporate your avatar. And I don't know. I I haven't, I haven't seen the game in motion. It's. I'm getting a real nostalgia feel yeah. for 2008 <laughs> with this game. I think this game, I'm trying to remember when did this game came out? Okay, it came out in 2013. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It has it's very similar to that, but I think it has more um more defined lines than uh, than an avatar does. If that makes sense? Uh yes, I see. I see what you're saying. They have actual lines. They have actual, yes. There are actual lines, and they are defined. Uh, I understand now. Oh, yeah, and if you place on the podium, you do a dance, which is kind of cool. Does this game take, like, real life? Okay, so I'm looking at some of these tracks. These are not real-life tracks. They are real-life tracks, but, like, so they're real locations. Like, they're like, hey, we're going to go to the Circuit of the Americas, but it's a totally, like you know, cart racered up version of it. They had a sick loop to loop. Exactly. As it should be. <laughs> so how long until you think we have real racing with real sick loop to loops? Uh, it's I think it's a matter of time. Do you, have you been listening to Alt F one? No, I don't listen to that shit. So the drone racing league is starting this year. Like drones. Like not cars. Yeah, cars I've seen without of that. people in them. I've seen, oh, wait, oh, of cars. No, not like, not the flying type like, of drone. What? A driving drone. Oh, yeah, they're trying to do that. That'll be a fun so thing. We're, I can't we're wait close, for that. Joe. Soon it won't, it won't be a safety hazard because it'll just be a drone, and they'll go in loop-de-loops all day. I don't know if uh, a racing team would be comfortable putting 
that much that expensive oh, equipment yeah. <laughs> in such jeopardy. Pretty sure there yeah. doesn't come a point where human lives and machine equipment are equal in value. Yeah, apparently you hear to hear apparently, first. Apparently, uh, each tire that they use on an F1 car, which you use three sets of tires times two cars for each race, each tire is a hundred thousand dollars. Shit, dude. So I just, just I am the ninety nine percent with twenty dollar bike tires. <laughs> That's some pretty cheap bike tires, actually. Yeah, you telling me. Well, I mean, I, I don't know actually what the rubber costs, but I know the tube itself can't be any more oh, than 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say my, uh, a lot of, I mean, you know, I work at Garmin, so a lot of my friends at work either do, Have either, rubber. either do running or do riding, and they're always bringing in their like three to $5,000 bikes to be like, look at this thing. It's got freaking automatic traction control and shit. It's like, okay, it's a, bike though but does it shoot fire no but it has a water bottle holster on the back oh wow okay living large i see (laughs) money bags over here could afford fucking water bottle holder whereas i can barely cross the street at full speed because my gears are fucked oh jesus i know right speaking of jesus police officers the law you know it would be more apt to go to RoboCop when you're speaking of Jesus. I mean, Jesus was like RoboCop, merciless, <laughs> <laughs> brutal, <laughs> hated drugs. Oh, yeah, totally. Good with kids. <laughs> so, Need I go on? So here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> I, the last podcast I, I said, hey, I watched RoboCop 1 and 2. They're pretty good. But RoboCop 1 is... Actually, a pretty great movie. RoboCop 2, less good, but still enjoyable. RoboCop 3, I finally watched it. It's great. Don't watch that movie. No, I think I do. Don't, don't do it. It's Why? It's, it sounds pretty great. It's not the kind of... It's not like bad that's fun. It's like bad where you're just cringing the whole time. Is it like edutainment? Like how pre how preachy do they get with the don't do drugs? So that's kids? the thing. I think you were mistaken because the second movie was the drugs one. This third, ah, the third one was all about, um, like gang wars. So the Crips and the Bloods, or the Jews and the Muslims. Like the entire city is like in an all-out. See, that's the thing. In this, so Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> In this third movie, they try to, like, raise the stakes, like, so much. Like, oh, it's not just we're fighting the bad guys. The entire city's on meltdown, and the the Japanese are here, and they got fucking samurai swords. And, oh, actually, they're robots, and they're going to fucking fight. And, oh, can RoboCop fight another robot that's Japanese? You're not um you're not making a good case for why I shouldn't watch uh, this. It I was cringing most of the time. So here's why I think it, it here's one of the reasons why that I was actually really disappointed. So I think I mentioned but the first two RoboCop movies are surprisingly like hardcore in that RoboCop fucking kills people. Like RoboCop destroys like yeah. people get mutilated. There's blood and guts. People get their heads explode. Like one and two have like decapitations and shit. Like stuff that you shouldn't show to kids. RoboCop three 
There's none. There's none of that. It's completely censored. There's like no blood. Just every kill is off screen, and I'm just like, what happened? They had to broaden the audience exactly, and it just, it just feels like it's been neutered. And it has. <laughs> I mean, once you get Japanese robots in, it's all downhill from there. Like well, the, as we've made abundantly clear, everything that's Japanese is doomed to fail. So here's the thing: for the entire, basically ninety percent of the movie, you don't know that he's a robot. He's just going around doing superhuman things. You're like, oh shit, this Japanese samurai dude. And then Robocop punches him and it's like, oh, he's a robot. (laughs) I mean, yeah, don't be crazy. Humans can't do any of that. And this world of robot killing people and gangs that go throughout an entire city, the idea of a human doing those things, that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be crazy. Uh but Joe, I watched a better movie. Uh, I actually watched two better movies. Oh, um, so I'm going to guess the other one was Police Squad. Uh, no. Oh damn I've it! I watched Police Academy one and Police Academy two. That's not in the show notes. Yeah, it is. No. Oh, two. Yeah, two is not there. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've. I'm going to watch all the Police Academy movies. How many are there? There are seven Police Academy movies. Holy shit, dude. Is this the new Fast and the Furious? It's not new. It's from the 80s. Well, I know. I'm just (laughs) saying. Yeah, like in that I'm going to marathon them all. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Great. I watched... So, uh, Ryan Scott from the Comedy Button mentions Police Academy a lot. And I, he does, unfortunately. And I was like, you know what? I just want to see what it is. And the first one I watched, I was like, you know what? It's actually really funny. It's a good comedy. It's a fun '80s comedy. And then, and then I was like, you know what? Let's see what the second one is. How, how the second one is. The second one, not as good of a movie, but it still had the comedy portion. Like you know how like a lot of sequels, it's like okay, they completely lost the whole like sentimental part and the good plot, but they still have good jokes. Yeah, like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, that's Police Academy 2. Like, the plot, they pretty much lost it, but the jokes are still funny. So we'll see how 3 is. So now it's going to be a rocky roller coaster from here on out. Yeah, I looked at the Metacritics for all of the. Well, I guess the Rotten Tomato scores for all these, and it's, it's just a slope. It just keeps going down until you get to the 7th one. Oh, God. Great, you get to watch something die in front of your eyes (laughs) and the best part so the first six came out every year from 1984 to 1989 and then the seventh one didn't come out until 1994 so there's like a five-year gap there before they put the seventh one out and i think like none of the original actors are in the seventh one it was like i think they were trying to reboot it or something i don't know it has to be it's it's gonna be awful yeah that one has by far the worst reviews it's going to be like MASH. <laughs> or wait, maybe not. Actually, the movie MASH came before the actual TV show, didn't it? I believe so. I don't know. And actually, yeah. I I mean, I haven't, Never I haven't mind, watched then. MASH since I was a little kid, but I remember liking it, but maybe it's just because my parents liked it. No, no, no. The The TV show was great, Yeah, honestly. And it, it I think it only, it was consistently the, the same? 
Maybe that's a bad way of putting it. It was good throughout. It was consistent. It didn't like dip or anything. It it didn't dip. It didn't lose its touch, which is amazing, all things considered. I forget the movie though, because the movie was like really sort of detached. I never I don't really remember anything about the movie. Exactly. Wasn't the movie well, like a lot more serious, I feel? It it felt no, it was the opposite. Oh, never mind then. They had a they had a football game against like two different units. <laughs> It was like against like the medical branch and like the army branch or something. Okay. And it was just ridiculous. And yeah, because like the TV show tried to like do what Scrubs sort of did and like, you know, had its comedy and also had like bits of serious moment, had serious moments. And it did a good job of like flipping that switch, but not doing it so harshly. It, It was very, it had a lot of finesse. And the movie I recall being a little bit more like broad because. It was a movie, you know. It didn't. It didn't get to have those like more serious moments. It, you gotta get people in the seats. When you are a movie, you are either a comedy or a drama, but you cannot be both. Oh. I guess. I mean, you know, unless you like are strictly a popcorn flick, and I think that one was just going raw comedy. I think. I think I could be misremembering all of this. I'm just gonna keep adding these types of things to my to my list of things to watch there's something at least for me that is super appealing about these 80s era films like i can watch them pretty easily even the kind of cheesy ones like i'm i'm the same but opposite i'm like totally down with like marathoning a bunch of 90s movies but for some reason the 80s as a decade is like a threshold that i cannot cross See, the 90s ones are harder for me because that's when CGI started coming in and that CG did not age very well at all. I think that's the difference is like you're probably looking more into the sci-fi action flick and I'm like more drama. Actually, a lot of mine that I've been going through were Quentin Tarantino and he's all about oh. the practical effects. Oh, yeah. So maybe I, I watched, that's the difference actually, too. Actually, Joe, I watched all those in the past couple months and they're all excellent. Tarantino like oh my god he's really good he's really good with practical effects I'm not a big fan of Pulp Fiction personally I liked it like, every, it's not my favorite every, one but I liked it yeah like I, I think it's an interesting like premise but like the whole three parts thing like it just it felt they felt like almost three separate movies <laughs> yeah but they like and they were loosely connected to each other and it it was it was fascinating to watch. It was fun to watch, but I didn't as a like whole. I didn't find it that appealing. If you had, yeah, if you had had those three separate shorts separate from each other, like a mini series or something like that, that would have been fine. But putting that out as a movie is like so. You had three good ideas and didn't know how to connect them together coherently. Yeah. But that's a different that's a different story for another day. We'll just have a Quentin Tarantino podcast. Uh, I I really like the ending of Death Proof. I have not not gotten to that one. Once you get to it, you 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 come talk to me. Was that <laughs> you come talk to me? <laughs> okay, yeah. I I was trying to get through his core eight, the core eight films that he did. I mean, that's one of them. Okay. That was that a super early one? No, it was two thousand seven. Was it now? Yeah, it was. So it's one of his later ones. Okay. 
The thing is, uh, Kill Bill Volume One and Two count as one, and then there's Death Proof. Oh, okay, that's that may have been that may have been where I uh, got lost. Yeah, it's really hard because he's like done some other like co-directing stuff. Yes, yeah, and it's like thrown me off because he doesn't like actually properly number these. Okay, <laughs> Dimension Films, a hundred and fourteen minutes. That's he needs a he needs an editor. <laughs> yeah, his movies. Yeah, uh, what was it? Um, oh, what was the one that I just recently watched? Inglorious Bastards was like super long, but it was also super yeah. good. It was also super good. So I don't know. I don't know. It had some really good. Yeah, I mean, I I think he justifies some of it, but then there are other bits where it's just like it meanders and it's like didn't it's building tension. Ah, uh, I guess so. Sort of. I sort of get it. Oh, well. Uh, Let's get on into news. 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 So then I can go finish off Jack 2. I know, right? You want to start with bad news or good news? Need to readjust my microphone. Okay. It's going to okay. have a bunch of bumps. All right. Uh, let's start with the bad. Titanfall 2 trailer is uh, up. Ah, you went exactly where I was going. Yeah. Great minds think alike. It's actually a teaser. It says absolutely nothing about the game and says to wait until June to hear more. So wait like two weeks before. Wait until E3? Basically. Or wait, EA is doing its own thing now, isn't, aren't well, they? Well, it's going to. I'm going to bet their own thing is during the week of E3. Because they're a bunch of bastards. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, so it's basically wait till E3, but they legally can't say E3. Yeah, they can't do that. That's against the the rules. The rules somewhere. I don't know, page like 27. Page 27 of the E3 handbook. Yep. Yeah, thou shalt not mention E3 outside of E3. When, <laughs> when, when, not a when part Shigeru of E3. Miyamoto came down from the hill with the stone tablets of E3. I was about to say, wait, would Miyamoto, is Miyamoto, or, uh, does he have any part in, like, he's not even Not anymore, part but, of, like, yeah. in the day. I guess so, yeah, I guess Nintendo, Nintendo and Sony E3 were big for a, parts. Well, for, it was Nintendo and Sony for the longest time. I mean, Sega was the, there, but, this is but true. that was during Sega's waning years. Yeah, Sega was eating, uh, glue at that point. <laughs> um... What else we got here? Uh, Ford has released a lot of commercials. Have you seen these? So I've seen the I've seen the MGS ones, yeah. but I know that they've put out some other commercials. They're really interesting. They've basically have either dubbed over like existing footage. They had one for Captain Planet. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. But for the Metal Gear Solid one, they actually got David Hayter. And the guy who did the Colonel's voiceover, yeah. and they even have like in jokes in the game in the uh, this commercial. That's such like that's such a random pull for me. It is so weird. Like Captain Planet's like okay, that was like a TV show. Millions of people watched it, but like Metal Gear is more of I consider it like it's a popular game, but it's a niche game in the grand scheme of scheme of, in the grand well, scheme of things. Well, even the jokes in the commercial were just really like. We're really, um, like, just super specific. Like, Snake's like, 
hang on, Colonel, I'm going to go Fulton extract a Ford right now. Yeah. And then the Colonel's like, that technology hasn't been used since 1984, Snake. <laughs> Snake? Snake? Yeah, I love it. Like, I love it. Like that an overt reference to Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's an interesting viral marketing campaign. I don't think it's going to matter much, but... I go, I'm glad it exists. Me too. That's what I basically said. I'm glad shit like this exists. Um. Oh, what else? I'm just going down the list of stuff I can talk about. Um. So, have you heard about this uh, Nostalrius, uh private WoW server? Do you know about I this? I don't know about it. Have you heard about this? So, some people have made a custom WoW server that runs the original WoW. Pre-expansion pack, pre-everything. Oh. It is just WoW as it was in its raw. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's really cool. It's pretty much strictly novelty. And, it, and it's because like preserving... Like, people always say that there's an issue about preserving MMOs because they're constantly changing, but this is preserving the original version of, exactly. of WoW. And yes, and WoW has gone like under some major change. Like you, you couldn't really tell it at a glance. But go compare like stills from the first first iteration to the current, and you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Like this, people always talk about how the art style was conducive to like age, which that's that's true. But then you go back and realize, wait, they've changed the art a lot. It's been substantially changed. Well, either way, this private server existed. And it was pretty much strictly for novelty values. Like, there, no one was going to argue that the original uh, version had any, like, advantages. Though it does have some that some people will swear by. Like, PvP Anywhere, I think, was an original feature where you could kill anyone at any time if they were on the opposing faction. Now I think you have to get permission. Yeah. Well, Blizzard Activision sent a cease and desist. They had it pulled down. And so that's... That's the big news. I think there was a, but there was another tidbit in all of this that was actually really interesting. So I don't know the exact geographical layout of WoW, but the members of the server organized a death march. Oh, what? Where they marched across the entire map from like one major city to this like bottomless cliff. And they all just jumped off the cliff <laughs> in protest <laughs> of the server getting shut down. And there are images, and I, I don't have them right here in front of me, but if you, like, go up online and search up, like, Nostalrius uh, Death March, it'll show up. And it's just, like, a hundred-something players just walking along this path. And then at the end, they're just jumping off like lemmings into this pit below, and you just see all their corpses... <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the dumbest fucking thing but it's like oh it's it's pretty nice oh it's pretty nice another good example of just shit that I'm just glad this, I'm glad this happened I mean I'm I'm bummed that the server's getting taken yeah, down but it's like this is the type of stuff that I like to hear about like the, the death marches the like the Eve Online type crazy shit that can happen, like but now and wow. Yeah, that's like I think a lot of people are pointing to the Death March as an example of like, well, the older WoW games were more about the MMO community. There were people have argued that there's been like a sort of a loss of the community aspect in WoW as like various things have been added to it that have kind of splintered 
the player base and then there's been a lot of what people would argue anti-community moves like not having pvp any time no long like basically having to get that permission has resulted in like people not needing escorts or something like that you know it's there's been less cooperation necessary because of it and i think this is kind of people have been saying this is emblematic of like what the old game used to be like of people just m- organizing together and doing stupid shit because they had to or they could and they're saying like this is kind of running counter to like what the current wow model is which i mean you could probably still do something like this but the organization that the community has as a whole is a lot less so yeah yeah I, can, I hear? yeah i can yeah i can see how that could happen yeah, but yeah, Activision Blizzard have been very adamant in saying, yeah, you don't actually want the original version. We're not going to do anything about that. So, yeah, that that's why this is always this that's why this has existed. Um, Square has been coming out swinging and saying, hey, all those games we're gonna be making for Final Fantasy VII, they're gonna be full sized games, not episodic, which means. They're not all going to be out until 2030. Yeah, this is kind of what I expected. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, deep down I was kind of hoping it would be like that, but I wouldn't have minded something more episodic. But yeah, like before I was kind of looking at this and thinking, well, if they did do it like episodic or in smaller chunks, then maybe they could actually get the game out on time or in a reasonable time frame. But now it seems they're just going the way of the Final Fantasy Thirteen series. And releasing three episodes. Or more. I don't know how many. So. Oh yeah, I guess they never really said how many it would be. You would assume three, but. I think they're gonna, I think three is the magic number. I don't know, it makes sense to me. But, now that I really think about it, I don't think you can pump out three in a generation. Oh, you totally could. You could, but this is Final Fantasy we're talking about here. (laughs) So thirty so thirty years from now, the last one will come out. The first, I mean, the first, yeah, base. Well, basically, like thirteen came out, and what was it? I think it was two thousand eight, maybe two thousand nine. Thirteen two, I want to say, was like twenty eleven, twenty twelve, and then thirteen three was probably like twenty fourteen. Spitballing, I, I don't actually know. They had like two year life cycles, so like maybe if they did it at that rate, they could probably get it in. But I think that would require the first episode getting out within like the next year or two. And then assuming this generation lasts assuming this generation lasts, which I don't know how the PlayStation four point five is gonna change any of this. Yeah. Either way, it's kind of like some damage control. They're saying, oh, it's going to be full-size games. Well, I don't actually know what that means either. Yeah, like, it, it's not... It de- depends on the definition of a full-size game. Like, a full-size game could be 20 hours or it could be 200 hours. Like, it doesn't really tell you anything. I'm going to, like, guesstimate and say it's going to be, like, the Final Fantasy thirteen series, which means, like, maybe 30, 40 hours per game. So, that's what I'm going to put the definition as, but... Again, that's assuming they do three episodes. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's dumb. I I don't care. I mean, I do care. I'm going to buy it when it comes out because that's what I do. (laughs) But I don't care. 
I just don't. Duh. I do, I'm like at this. Don't make I'm me like, pay money at, to care. <laughs> I'm at this point where like I'm not disgruntled. I'm not a disgruntled Final Fantasy fan, but I'm not as into it as I once was. So I'm at that like nice sweet spot where it's like I'm going to buy this day one probably, but I'm not going to like masturbate over it. I feel obligated. Each fi- it it's not like um, I mean you haven't even played thirteen two and three. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just because I did. I got into thirteen super late, and honestly, I did not give a shit about any of those characters. Like seven has a little bit more for me because I am at least familiar with that universe. <clears throat> and honestly, though, if like fifteen, I'm gonna get fifteen day one. But I am not going to invest any time in like a fifteen two if that were to come. Oh gosh, I really hope probably they not. Stop doing that. They they might still do it. I don't know. Fifteen I'm was just, already a thirteen. I just, I I know. I don't know. <laughs> I it's it's not like like for instance, there's like Silent Hill where those games have gotten so bad where I just don't care. I'm like upset and I don't care. Final Fantasy, even with all the outrage around 13, I looked at 13, and as much as I disliked the story and I thought the gameplay was kind of trash, there was like a comfort in it from both the music and the atmosphere and the design yeah. was still very much pulling from Final Fantasy or what I expect it to be. So I still, it's comfort food. I enjoy it. So I'll enjoy 15 the same way, even if I do probably think that the main characters suck. Yeah, I mean, uh, people give a lot of these recent Final Fantasy games crap, but they're not terrible games. Like, they're just, by comparison to what people think of the old games were, they're just not satisfied with them. Yeah, and I wouldn't even go so far as to say that they're, like, not the same. I think they're very much the same in some ways. Just people are... They make tiny tweaks, and people perceive those tweaks as larger than... I don't know. Again, I think the biggest thing was that um, as uh, time went on and more of the Western games figured out how to do stories well, the Japanese, the the you know the Final Fantasy games didn't keep up. So now all the stories and characters in these Japanese games just don't seem real. Like they don't meld well. They don't seem like real characters. They feel like weird characters. They feel like you know quirky Japanese stereotypes half the time. Exactly, I agree a hundred percent. Because the original Final Fantasy games, they were the same damn thing, but that's really appealing to teenagers, one. And then two, they were written out. They didn't have voiceover, <laughs> and they were little pixel dudes. So, like, it was much easier to, like, look at it and be like, yeah, no, this is cool. But now that it is the way it is, it's like, oh, shit, these 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 people actually suck. And it's like, they did the, the games didn't change. You did. You did. Also, games have done it much better now. So now you understand how bad they are yeah. in some respects. They're they're good in others. Mus- the music has always been good. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Art, always good. Zippers. Story characters, zippers. I don't know. More <laughs> zippers. I'm down for some more zippers. <laughs> Put them on my nipples. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Speaking of new things or old things becoming new again. Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm handing, I'm no you bastard. <laughs> Wait, what are you? What are you highlighting there? Wait, wait, look at your cursor. Are you talking about this? This gun, the gun. 
Look at your cursor, you fool. I can see. I see. I'm I'm passing you. Hi, Joe. P- passing you. Okay, so Roller Coaster the Tycoon. Segway, roller the Segway, and you don't Ugh. take it. I can't work like hey, I'm this. I'm not about Segway. I, give me one of those uh, hoverboards. I don't need no segue. You know what? I wanted to. I wanted to make good segues like a hallmark of our show. I think us having bad segues is our hallmark. Inadvertently, our bad segues are just fucking talk about roller coaster tycoon. I purposely don't go to the segue that you you point. <laughs> I know <laughs> you are self sabotaging me. <laughs> so, I've been following Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Ever since it was uh, kind of pseudo announced last year, so basically it's supposed to be the new roller coaster ga- tycoon game on PC. Uh, they put out a mobile version, probably like three years ago at this point, and it was pretty bad. Uh, it felt kind of like one of those um, Zynga style games, like Farmville style, and it just didn't meld well with my tastes. But I've been paying attention to this, and they finally put out roller coaster tycoon. Tycoon World in early access on Steam. That's weird. Early access on Steam, you say? Yeah, you. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And I was like, looking. I was like, okay, what? What do people think? What? How's? How's it coming along? Literally every review is negative. And gonna have to disagree with you here. It says mostly negative. Uh, Some people seem to like it. I haven't read every review. 34% of the 1,864 user reviews for this game are positive. Okay, but all the ones I'm seeing, I've scrolled through uh, quite a few of them of the 1,000. Okay, one pot. Here's what this guy said. Okay. Not as bad as what. Not as bad as some would have you believe. So it's still bad. It's just not as bad. That 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 <laughs> is basically the equivalent of the like. Four star rate or the four out of ten rating on Metacritic <laughs> amongst a chorus of zero out of ten reviews. It's like, okay, it's not it's not a zero out of ten. It's still pretty bad. Here here's another positive. What's the problem? Here's another why, positive why is review. Everyone, why is everyone so pissed off, Peter? I need you to carry me so through here's this. Here's what I'm getting from this game. From this re- from these reviews. Um a lot of the reviews point out that hey, the new uh, controls for the new way that you make roller coasters in this game is actually really good and it's really fun to make the roller coasters in this game and um, that's about all the good that there is apparently uh, placing things is frustrating at best um, getting pathing to, like getting your paths to function correctly apparently it does like this weird autocomplete thing that almost always makes a path that you don't want so you have to end up deleting it and putting a better path um, and it apparently runs like shit. This guy said that he has a he has a 980 Ti and an i7, like a latest generation i7, and it runs at like five FPS. So it, it has some optimization work to be done. Um, this is a classic example of maybe it was better just to wait until you were actually out and not have done early access. Yeah, yeah, I. D- yeah, I feel like this early access is actually going to hurt this game because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like waiting like, okay, as soon as this comes out, I'm actually going to try it, buy it and try it out. But now people have bought the early access thing and they're just pissed off. And a lot of these reviews said that they returned it because Steam has that return policy now. 
I feel like, yeah, like early access is like a fickle beast because I feel like some people kind of want to use it as like a sort of Kickstarter of, oh, we have this proof of concept of this game that works. If you guys want more of this, just buy the game and give us money. And, you know, that seems like it would be fine in theory until you start releasing a good concept that runs like dog shit. Yeah. And, and then it's like you just turn everyone off of it. Yeah, and, and it just makes for bad PR. Like, it's hard to uh, get people excited for a game that already has over a thousand reviews that are negative. And a bunch of iterations that people already return to on the regular. Like, I hear people talk about booting up Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2 all the time yeah. for fun. Like, this didn't. You'd be better off just putting out an HD version of those games oh, than like reinventing the wheel here. That'd be pretty and great. And putting out something that's like a known quantity. Yeah, like if those games still hold up, well, why make another? Or better yet, why make one more rigorously? I mean, I'd be why all for a new Roller Coaster Tycoon game, assuming it's good. But if this guy with the 980 Ti can't run it, there's no way I'm running it with my 760. So. But a new one to be good, not only do I feel like it would have to like have the old stuff that was in the original Roller Coaster Tycoons, but it would also have to add new stuff and also have like new and improved visuals. And at that point, you might as well just HDify the original one because that sounds like a lot of work for like a known quantity. Yeah. But that's just the cynical side of me. That's the business Joe speaking. But hey, a lot of work equals a high price. Did you see the price for this game, Joe? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Whoa, holy shit. 50 bucks it's for the base? For the base price is 50. If you want, like, the super special edition, it's 60. What do I get with the super special edition? I don't know. The ability to save my game? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, they're not very specific. I think it's still in early access, so. Who's working on this game? So it's being published by Atari, but I'm not sure who the developer is. RCTO, does that ring a bell? RC Wait, Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon. RTC or RCTO Productions LLC, an affiliate of Atari Interactive. Hmm. So did they just spin off their own like developed by Envisio Creations? Envisio. Oh. Who's Invisio? What have they I done? Don't, I don't know who they are. Let's go down this rabbit hole okay, together. Let me Hold my hand. Invisio. Invisio. Hang on as we Google. Invisio Creations. Okay, here's their website. Um. Oh, what? What? Here, wait, I'm looking. Games. Services. We put players first. Uh, their website doesn't tell them much about... I went... Okay, I'm on their website, and I went to their games. They literally have Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> World on here. Okay, well, maybe they're a new studio. Uh, they're, they appear to be a spinoff studio from... What the actual fuck? Wait, so what is this? R-O-K-H? I'm what? sorry, I'm clicking things. I need to know. R-O-K-H. Join the colony. colony. What the fuck is what? this? Is this another Rock. 
I'm. So they're apparently working on another game. I don't know. Okay. This, is this a VR game? <coughs> I don't know. All I know is this is not looking good. So so I, a lot. I wish you guys luck on the job search a <laughs> year and a half from now. So he, sorry it didn't work so out. Here's the thing: a lot of the reviews point you toward a lot of these uh, roller coaster world roller coaster tycoon world reviews point to another roller coaster game called Planet Coaster that I had never heard of, and apparently Planet Coaster is the chief competitor against Roller Coaster Tycoon World, and it's a bunch of people that worked on past Roller Coaster Tycoon games, and they made their own thing because they don't have the license. So apparently Planet Coaster is the actual Roller Coaster Tycoon game that we deserve. <laughs> it, but not the one we get. Wait, we do you get do this. Get it. We, we get it, and we deserve it. And it's it. cheaper. It's thir- Madness, it's $30. You say. I think that's a I think it's a fair price. It is a fair price. I don't I don't maybe it's just me, but I feel like my perception of like simulation well, you know what? Maybe that's not true. I think fifty I think they could still hold a fifty dollar price tag for something like this, but it just I guess. I don't know. It would have to be something really substantial because I feel like roller coaster tycoon games have never been incredibly deep. They haven't, but uh, yeah, if you make them deep enough, I think you can dip into that price. But like, you know, with city management games, I think they can get to 50 is a fair price. Yeah. So I think a roller, ki- co- roller coaster tycoon game or what was that, that style would what work. What was that Cities game that came out? City Skylines? How much was that? City Skyline. That was a $50 game, I believe. Okay, so I don't know if this is as good as City Skylines, but yeah, for thirty bucks, like I was like, huh? And the, p- the people were citing in the review, yeah, and, and pl- the Planet Coaster game actually runs well and is playable, unlike this thing. I was like, huh? That I feel like this happens a lot. I feel like there's a game from a a franchise with history behind it. I feel like a game comes out and it's really fucking awful. And then there's this, like, lone, smaller, developed title that comes out around the same time that then, like, everyone flocks to as, no, this is it now. Because they <laughs> did, you know, it was SimCity, and then City Skyline came out, and they're like, no, fuck SimCity. <laughs> we got City Skyline. Yeah, we don't need that shit anymore. We don't need that shit anymore. And then I, I feel like this has probably happened to, like, maybe probably fucking happened to, like, a Hitman game or a Skyrim game. It probably happened to one of those titles too. <laughs> just just speculating. Like, it might have happened to one of those games. I'm trying <laughs> to think. I remember like hearing a lot of buzz about um Oh, I feel like it was some sort of like Monster Hunter style game. I can't I this this is not the first time this has happened. Oh yeah. It's, ha- it's uh, definitely there's there's always like Rift. weird spiritual successors. It's like, oh no, this is the actual one, not this other. Like, uh, it, it's like Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift was were the guys who started this whole VR trend, and everyone was like, yeah, Oculus Rift. And then the Oculus Rift came out, and now everyone, and then the Vive kind of like started to get some attention, and then everyone was like, fuck the Oculus Rift, <laughs> get a Vive. <laughs> Same concept. Or, Everyone latches on to something else. Or, uh, I just thought of it, Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Uh, Guitar Hero was originally made by Harmonix, but then Activision bought the Guitar Hero license, and they went to do Rock Band, and Rock Band was the actual sequel to Guitar Hero, but then 
Activision to get to Guitar Hero 3 instead, which was not exactly. developed by the same people. So what we're basically saying is this is not a new thing. But it feels like a recent thing. Yeah. Still so gassy. Well, we can get rid of that gas pretty easily with the use of a handgun. Yeah, speaking of outrage. (laughs) So some guy took a Glock and styled it to look like an NES zapper. That sounds like a bad idea. I don't... It looks cool. So that's the thing. I don't understand why it's a bad idea because when this first was announced, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that looks really cool. But people freaked the fuck out. I was like, why... How is it any different than just having a gun? So they made it look like an NES zapper. Now you freak out? If it was just a regular gun that's black, you wouldn't freak out? Like, I don't I don't understand. So it's still a gun, right? It's just a gun that the guy painted to look like an NES zapper. That's all I it is. The, I, I just think... I Okay, so, like, I, I personally don't care. I do think the design looks hella rad. It's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. It looks pretty fucking cool. It's just one of those things where you've made something that is is dangerous look like a toy so here's the thing just to like kind of illustrate my point when i first went he onto this website i'm like oh did they just repurpose the zapper components into a glock looking at this i was already confused as (laughs) to whether this was a weapon or this was a toy so now you think people are just confused and that's why they're getting angry (laughs) it's it's just Uh. it it is a contrast it's um it'd be like putting clown makeup on a mutilated body okay maybe that's too strong (laughs) it's like you're taking something that's serious and meant to be taken with care and then you've you've dolled it up in such a way where you now no longer know what to i personally don't care i think it it looks cool there are tons of guns that have designs on them Right. But just because this one has a Nintendo design on it, people are f- crazy. Yeah, I I don't know. It, I don't see how this is... Like one guy's like, this is fucked up. I could easily see some kid get his hands on this from his daddy's display and either A, kill himself, or B, endanger one of his... Clo- I mean... Then lock, yeah. lock the gun up. Like, it's not... Or better yet, this is like something one person made. Yeah, this is not mass-produced. This, this one guy made this. Produced. One guy made this for a friend, and that was it. Yeah, exactly. It's like you put fucking tiger stripe skins on your CSGO gun. I mean, I know it's not a real gun, <laughs> but it's like this is not the first time we've applied paint to things. I don't know. It's a pretty radical thought to paint things. It is. I Yeah, I mean, like, I understand how it's like unseemly, and probably wouldn't want these, like, mass-produced. But, yeah, the fact that this exists, it's like, whatever. You know what, Joe? If they mass-produced them, I'd, ma- I'd buy one. Uh, I would buy one, too, maybe. I'm actually just in the market for a gun, full disclosure. Hey, come Not to Kansas. Per- you can get them real easy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can get them real easy anywhere in America. Well... It's particularly I mean, easy here. We have like open carry and everything. Yeah, I mean it's it's harder in some states, but it's not hard to go into another state and get one and then come back in. Yeah. But 
No, I mean, I, I think, I don't care. I think, I think it looks, I think it looks cool, but also I've shot a weapon. I, I know the safety implications of how to use a weapon and I know what you need to do with a weapon when you're not using it. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, if I even bought one, I probably wouldn't even buy rounds for it. Like I, I wouldn't know what to do with bullets. I would just like the gun and be like, yeah, I'll put it on my shelf. In, in a Either, safe yeah, place. Put it in, in a safe place or like get a right. That's the thing too is like most people want to you want to store guns in a uh, gun safe because the issue with a gun isn't just a matter of like keeping it from children. Say worst case scenario you were burglarized. Well, the last thing you want is the gun you have and that you may have registered as a legally. The last thing you want is for that to get into the hands of someone who might misuse it for either good or bad. So like that's, but yeah, like a display case I would be down with, but man, I want to see, I, I want to see the burglar that misuses my gun for good. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to save the day now. I that I burgled you. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think this is more so the outrage is reflective. I think the problem is you have people who really hate guns and really have love Nintendo, and that demographic overlaps significantly. Yeah. And so to see something that they love branded onto something that they hate, you generate outrage. But they love the zapper, and the zapper's a gun. This isn't the zapper. Okay, I know like it's branded as the zapper, but this is not the zapper. <laughs> zapper is a toy. Zapper cannot harm in any capacity Maybe unless you haven't watched angry video game nerd have you uh <laughs> he he harms the zapper <laughs> he is the one doing harm the most dangerous weapon is 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 the video game nerd uh, do you want to you want to talk about your your hopes and dreams and your childhood yeah, let me uh, talk about... So I was a young lad when one day my parents presented me with a video game. Not just any video game, though. It was Jeopardy for the Sega Genesis. Oh, I remember it so clearly. Really? I didn't know how anything fucking worked. <laughs> I always... Always bet Max on Final Jeopardy. Was that really Even, your first Genesis game? No. It was The Lion King. Oh, okay. By Virgin Interactive, who I think is now defunct, unfortunately. But yes, Sonic was also amongst those. Sonic the Hedgehog for the Genesis. Piers Romhack brings Sonic Boom's annoying qualities to the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. In other words, he now has blue arms. Have you have you watched? The worst quality. Have you watched this? No, I have not. I'm watching it now. It's 30 minutes. I'm not watching all this. You don't this. have to watch it give, all, but give me a synopsis. You could just l- listen to like the first few minutes. Like it it gets it's bad. It's hard to listen to. I had to turn it off. Great. Well, I'm I'm glad that I get to experience your woe. So, is this all been uh so they've rom hacked all of this like sound bits and shit into this game? Yeah. And they're straight you know from how Sonic they did Boom. It? And th- those are, like, I've watched a 
playthrough of Sonic Boom, and yeah, these are the things that they say. Like, literally every time you get a fucking ring, they're like, oh, the rings, blah. Yeah, they've like 8-bit, they 8-bitified, or 16-bitified a bunch of Sonic Boom dialogue, and it actually sounds like someone's doing a fucking Let's Play. Like, this is some Ego Raptor-ass shit. <laughs> they're playing the first level quite well, though. I must give them that. Oh, yeah, their their score counter just goes crazy at the end. <laughs> Great job. Let's move on. This is dumb. Okay. This is dumb. Why do dumb things exist on the internet, Peter? I don't know. You you want to know? We, we kind of saved the best story for last, I feel. Oh, yes. People get to keep their jobs. Because Rock Band 4 failed for the PC. Ah, oh, that is... Okay, I forgot about that one. People <laughs> might... Project canceled. People might not get to keep their jobs. <laughs> Great. All those contractors we hired on to help make the anticipated Rock Band 4 for PC. Well, the fig thing failed. I mean, I, I kind of... I mean, I, from the beginning, I said it wasn't going to make it. But I tried really hard. I, I, Are we... S- I... I backed him for $2,500, Joe. You're insane. It was the tier where you get all the DLC, so I could just switch from PS4 to PC, and then that would be my thing. It would be perfect. I wouldn't have to play the PS4 version anymore, and I'd play the superior PC version that would have better graphics and have... Supposedly. Well... Presumably the superior it, version. I would assume, and it would have uh, the, uh, the um, you know, the mod support and stuff like that that they were going to add in. But all that is canceled. No mod support. No, no songs from the community. N- no nothing, because they and you get like, to keep your twenty five hundred dollars. Ah, oh, they could have taken it though. Go buy yourself a gumball in celebration <laughs> that you did not make such a, a twenty five cent mistake. gumball. Twenty five cent gumball. What are you gonna do with that other twenty four hundred ninety nine dollars and seventy five cents? Man, you're really bad at math now. Wait, what? Twenty four hundred? No, you did it, but it 99. took you like a while. It's because I didn't know how to phrase that. I well, I said twenty four hundred, and I'm like, wait, can I say ninety nine dollars? <laughs> Do I say dollars or? Oh man, I I didn't I didn't know I if know. that was allowed. Two thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars and seventy five cents. I got clumsy. I didn't know how to word that. Think, uh, this made me sad because. From you know, pretty much from a week out, you can tell if a if a if a campaign is gonna make it or not. And they kept posting about it, and they kept putting stuff out. And literally the day before, they're still like, "Come on, guys, we can still make it." I'm like, "Uh, no, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> it's over, guys. It's over." I was gonna say fuck John Drake, but then I realized he doesn't work there anymore. No, he doesn't. He he's gone. Well, who who do I tell to fuck uh, now, Eric Pope? He doesn't work there anymore either. Fuck. Who do I tell the fuck themselves? Uh, Alex Rogopoulos? I don't... I, I vaguely remember that He's name. He's the president of uh, Harmonix, CEO of Harmonix. The guy who oh, like runs Harmonix. How do you spell Gregopoulos? R- R- Regopoulos. Oh, uh, Regopoulos. Reg... Up. It's not... Regop... It's not auto. It's not auto finishing, Peter. I can't. I'm not doing it. R I G O P U L O S. It's too late. I've already closed the tab. It's over. He's. Oh, oh. 
Give me his Twitter handle. I'll tell him to fuck himself. Oh, his Twitter handle is at Rigopolis. <laughs> uh, Peter. <laughs> One, why did he think that was an acceptable Twitter handle? Two, Peter, come on. Well, Adam has a friend on Facebook. There you go. Nope, I'm not clicking that. It's it's his Twitter. Time has passed. Time has passed. <laughs> People get to keep their jobs oh, at Evolution fuck. Studios. Oh, never mind. What? I forgot that this was an April Fool's joke. What, the evolution thing? No, um What's a joke? No, 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 no. What are you keeping no, from me? They were they uh, their April Fool's joke for rock band was meow meow mode. Meow mode. Dude, why do they gotta play us like that? That's so cool. <laughs> the the highway is coming out of the cat's mouth. <laughs> So Evolution Studios joins Codemasters. Yes, it all worked out. Uh, er well, I mean, it, it worked out in the end. Yeah, I was going to say, earlier in the week, um, Evolution Studios, the guys that made Drive Club, but more lovingly made MotorStorm. People actually like that game, unlike Drive Club. Because um, one of those games was actually good. Yeah. Well, they were going to get shut down, but then Codemasters was like, hey... We also make racing games. We could use your talent. So they are taking them under their wing, and they're going to be part of Codemasters now. So everyone gets to keep their job. You know what I'm sick of? People keep all of this goddamn charity in the video games business. <laughs> when, when something fails, everyone's like, oh, we'll just pick you back up again. It's like, but did you not see the shit work they did before? That's <laughs> why Peter Molyneux had such a long run with Ubisoft. <laughs> Oh, you got fired? Well, we'll hire you on to be a consultant. Why the fuck did, would you hire someone who got fired? <laughs> Does no one think these decisions through? They've got, they've, they've got to have a plan of something. I mean, Codemasters, like... You're just Codemasters committing no incest. It's, indus it's industry incest. <laughs> you are... You are... Hey, Joe, you know, you know <laughs> what Codemasters makes? Hyperventilating. What does the Codemasters make, Peter? The F1 the F1 racing games, man. Great, yeah. Because, you know, Drive Club was such a thrilling racing game. Worked out so well. I look forward to the network issues that plague the next F1 game. And then when every... And then, yeah, watch as, uh, watch as they t take down Codemasters with them. <laughs> you, you've invited a cancer into your body. Like they're just like... Code we were Masters. totally on schedule to release this game, but now we have to delay it by a year. Yeah, but we're going to, like, release it in the PlayStation Plus version. But only, but like, be like, early. But only like, a quarter of the game. But that'll be enough of the game that you won't care about the full game. And now we'd like to take the time to introduce PlayStation Early Access. More coming this June. <laughs> Wasn't, aren't they doing that on Xbox? Xbox has Early Access now. Does it? It does. But are we sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is there any big games going through that right I now? I honestly have not been paying attention to it. Just when they announced it, I was like, really? Okay. I mean, in theory, you could release games in early access already. If you want to be technical, you just need to probably pass a certain degree of certain testing. Okay, so it's which... called the Xbox... Wait, what? Xbox One game preview. 
that's a well, that's a uh, flowery term for this game is unfinished. <laughs> yeah, and might never be. Uh, yeah, I don't. Is it only for like big? Is it only for like big? Um, big companies. I think there was some sort of like caveat to all this. Yeah, I'm not really. Um, Arc is in what? Yeah, Arc is in game preview. Is I forget Arc. I don't. It's I don't really know what it is. Is this some dinosaur game? Arc Survival Evolved. Oh, I think I remember that. Okay, yes, I think I remember this. That that game is not. Okay, that's a good example of a game that is not done. Yeah, but it's it's okay. available on Xbox One right now. Go out and buy it, you chumps. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm there's going to be... Uh, Daisy will be available for early access on Xbox One. Shit, dude. Daisy is still a thing. Apparently. It's been like four years. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about Final Fantasy earlier, but this is just same level. Didn't they like go back to... The, no, was it... Was it Daisy or a different game that like threw everything out and just started over? I mean, Daisy was certainly a part of that. What was what was what was the other game that was like Daisy, but a lot of people were playing it, where you could make your own communities and like fight each other and like you started out naked or something? Uh, there was Rust. Rust, that's what it was. I think Rust they like threw out like half the game and said, you know what, we're gonna redesign it because fuck that shit, we're doing it again. Oliver's still trying to get me to play Rust. <laughs> I won't do people it. People love that game. I just don't have people to play with. And then whenever I say that, some weirdos come out of the woodwork and are like, I'll play it with you. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, you don't understand. It's the polite way of me saying I'm not interested in this at all. Because <laughs> there's nothing I love more than starting out as square one every time I boot up a game. No, you only and start then, at a square one if you don't have a good enough fort to protect yourself. Yeah, so I can't wait to play however amount of time I need before I can get a fort. And then I need to talk with real life people and have them protect my shit. Yeah, it's like real it's and like then, real world. You have to you actually have to make a civilization or you're going to die. Except you never like so like you get guns in that game, but you never really get past like the whole like mud hut thing. <laughs> That's that's my problem is like if you could like organically progress like technologically to something like where you can build actual cities that aren't shanty towns, I'd be down with that sickness. Like that'd be really cool. I'd be totally fine with that. Problem is if that exists in that game, I've never seen it because everyone's too busy fucking everyone else over. Yeah, that's basically what that game is. People like patrol and like troops and if they find a lone person, they like fuck them up. I really, uh, see, it's like really hard for me to say, but I want to say that like people need to get incentivized. We need to make it so you have to pay $5 for every life. It's going to be like an arcade game. This is straight up the Hideo Kojima concept. Exactly. As it should be. The disc will break when you die. And then your whole system will blue screen. And then it'll, when it reboots, it'll reboot in OS X. Ooh. OS 10. And you'll be like, I'm running a Windows PC. And they'll be like, not anymore, <laughs> motherfucker. Hackintosh, baby. Uh, yeah, it'll just flash a picture of Steve Jobs over and over again. 
and then it'll turn into a skull. And then the reception on your phone will get worse, and it'll be like, it's because you're holding it wrong. Exactly. And then you'll need to switch to AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll never live that down. They, As they shouldn't. Same with the Vita. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, what's with you idiots making contract deals with AT&T? Joe, Stop it. I own two PlayStation TVs now. You have a problem. They've Okay. I need to cut you Joe, off. Joe, they've been marked down so much that I was able to get the bundle with the system. Okay, I got the system, an 8-gigabyte memory stick, two games, and a controller for less than the price of a controller. So I just bought it to get the controller. This is like, I'm getting <laughs> flashbacks from summer Steam sale and what you just said. Like, I'd be. It was so cheap. How could I not well, buy like, it? Because you don't need well, it. What if my, con- if my controller breaks? I mean, that's the thing. I don't need the PlayStation TV, but it's like, there's a controller on the shelf for $50 or a controller with all this other shit for $30. I'm going to get the controller with the other shit. Oh, yeah. That's a no brainer. I agree. So yeah, I bought another PlayStation TV for $30, but I just wanted the controller. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad I'm glad this had a happy ending. I'm glad <laughs> glad someone's buying that shit. There's still one more at my Walmart. I should go buy it too. God damn it. I have 3. You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamer Say. You can find me and Peter at the following places using our handles that are posted in the description of this podcast as per always. You can find me and Peter on the PlayStation Network. You can find Peter on Xbox Live and on Nintendo's network thing, Miiverse. Uh, I don't... You can find us both on Steam. Uh, I think it's called the Nintendo Network now. Nintendo Network. Okay, NN, double N, N squared. You can also visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com, where you can find a link to our iTunes page, um, our direct RSS feed, as well as our YouTube channel, where we post a lot of funny shit sometimes, occasionally. <clears throat> Send us emails, zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. We haven't gotten anything. My phone pings me yeah, there's, there's nothing. when I get a thing. There's nothing. There's some conversations with some Apple employees, and that's about it. There are main email people they're our main email people they are our number one they give us the most feedback they listen to our podcast so frequently because <laughs> they have to uh. <clears throat> I don't think I'm missing anything so with that being said have a wonderful day wonderful week wonderful life avoid sharp pointy sticks and naked men